Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. So now you're in, and now you won't bang out. What's poppin' everyone? You're checking in with your smoking nephew Blazing Rye on Thursday, October 15th, 2015. You're listening to Blazing Rye backstage, and I would like to welcome the Sade to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, man? Hey, man, what's going on, man? I'm doing good. Hey, well, I remember every little thing as if it was over yesterday. There was not another car inside. And I never had a girl looking any better than you did. And all my friends at school, they was wishing they were me at night. And now I'm out in the close and tight. It never felt so good, it never felt so right. Glowing like the metal on the edge of the night. Glowing like the metal on the edge of the night. Come on, hold tight. Come on, hold tight. And then he hits the first base. He runs the bases. He scores. You know, um, now, it, it, wouldn't it be great if I just did the entire Paradise by the Dashboard Light? I uh, would have to pay you. If you did that, that would be amazing. How much would you pay me? How much would it, would it be worth? 50 bucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen, bro, uh, my, uh, my my mic wasn't working before the thing started, so I, I had to kind of, I'm using just my iPhone headphones. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, you're good. That's fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, good because uh, this, you know, this this mic has been giving me issues for weeks, and what I've been having to do is like unplug and replug in the thing, and then turn it around at a very specific point so that it actually works, so I can uh, so that the computer recognizes it. But then all of a sudden, uh, earlier, I, well, I get it together, I get everything together, and then I need to put the Ethernet cable into the computer directly from the modem, so I'm trying to do that. And when I was going, I tripped on a mic cord or something, and then the microphone fell on the floor, and I got the neighbor downstairs knocking on the ceiling, and it's just a fucking nightmare. And then I tried to put the thing back in, and then it hasn't worked ever since. So uh, that, that, by the way, can I to today, what what was that? What was today, man? What what was that? I know, today I want a do-over. Today... Sucked and was strange. Yeah, and yeah. it was weird. It it seems like to me every Thursday is getting worse and worse. Yes, yes, Thursdays. Why are people such assholes and so angry on Thursdays? Thursdays are so bad. I don't understand it. It just got worse and worse. It was like almost to this point where I had to get home right away. Otherwise, I missed something bad was going to happen. I had to get out of here. It's like people are so upset that Empire is over. Because it's That's on Wednesday it nights, yeah, that they just go crazy on Thursdays. And I knew today was going to be bad when I walked out of the house this morning, and the first thing I see is like a car 
going by a lady, and the lady's real close, and she goes, asshole, when the car goes by. And throughout the rest of the day, that that kept happening, like, um, like, like, then I, I go to work, you know, that's horrible. And then I, I, I go, uh, to, um, I'm biking back. And you remember the incident I had last week where a guy called me oh, a yeah. on the bridge. And then tonight, um, I see this lady like getting out of a cab. It looked like, and she goes, you son of a bitch to the cab driver. Oh, and and she, <laughs> she says, you son of a bitch. And she's walking down the street with luggage and she turns to the, the cab drives away and she turns to these people on the street and says, uh, sorry, guys. And they're like, no, no, it's no problem. And then I go, are you all right? And she didn't respond to me. And I'm thinking in my head, Jonathan, I'm thinking, is it because I'm not a sister? And the other people across the street, they were sisters. So they, they, they uh, she was only willing to talk to sisters about this particular asshole that she was dealing with. And I'm not saying she would have talked to me if I was a brother either. I'm just saying maybe she didn't talk, to, maybe she didn't acknowledge my are you okay because I'm not a sister. But even if I was a brother, I don't know. And then, um, and then I, uh, I so then I, I bike a little more. And then this other guy on a city bike comes biking like a madman, uh, and he, he's like the, this woman's walking by the walking across the street like a snail, and he's he's going ah, like uh, screaming, and and then that lady goes asshole. So like the entire day, people are saying assholes to each other and son of a bitch. Oh, but man, man, and today was just awful, man. Today was so, you know, there's, there's, uh, I need this. You know, this is what I need tonight. This. I, you know what? I needed this too. I. It's absolutely necessary. This is like my therapy tonight. I mean, yeah, my day started off the same, just bad. You know, no hot water today. You know, out of any day. To say I needed hot water to wake up, and so I had to go into work. Smelly, uh-huh. disgusting, you know, like most days. But <laughs> today was just especially bad. And then, you know, of course, work sucks. Uh, you know, and uh, you get out, and I'm driving around, going home, and you know, I uh, what is it? I basically, you know, snuck by this the light. So I got through the light. It was the yellow light, and I'm in the lane. I'm stuck in the lane. This lady wants to take a left. You know, and uh, I see her, and she's getting angry because I get stuck by it. I'm just still in the lane of blocking her, and uh, she's not wanting to be patient at all. So I'm nice to her. I actually back up all the way and let her go through, which is a dangerous thing to do sometimes. Yeah. I'm almost in like the crosshairs of traffic. And then she goes by, and she gives me a face. Doesn't say <laughs> thank you, doesn't say anything. Just gives me a face. Uh, you know, ridiculous. These people are ridiculous. And yeah. that's what today felt like. You know, I, I felt like I was going out of my way to be nice. The people were just going out of their way to stop on you all day. It's just ridiculous. Well, that's how I feel about when the the guy downstairs is knocking on the ceiling. I, it's not like I wanted my microphone to drop on the floor. Right. right. It's just yeah. like these people can't be a little more uh, tolerant. Just, you know, before you have to knock on the, the wall or the floor. Give it a second or third chance. You know, it's ridiculous. That's how. That's what. That's what I hear in AA. You got to remember, there are other people in the room. There are right. other people in the room, which brings right. me to my next point, Weeks. If you do a knock knock joke, don't apologize to the doors that you've knocked on. <laughs> Definitely, I like that. That uh, philosophy. Just knock the hell out of that door. 
<laughs> I was uh, working a temp job at a trailer park in Silmar, California. No, you and... weren't. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> and, and here's what I remember about Silmar. Um, Silmar is the town that you get to if you keep driving past the porn shop that I went to a couple times when I lived in Los Angeles. And uh, when I lived in L.A., I would, uh, yeah, I would, I would drive sometimes to this. Because at the time, I felt very guilty if I looked up porn on the Internet, but not guilty if I uh, actually owned a DVD of it. So <laughs> I've later gotten over that. I, now I'm over that. But uh, that's a strange one. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know what I don't know why that is. I, I'm a strange guy. Um, oh, so, I, mean, I feel I would definitely feel more guilty about owning a, a porno than the, on you know physical format versus uh, on my computer. I don't know why. Yeah, well that that makes more sense. And so I I go <laughs> and you know one time I buy um, Young and Dumb number four uh, and <laughs> and that's. That's the title of the DVD, um, and uh, I think I still have that one. And and another time I got uh, that something about Alpine, Alpine, some Swiss skiing party or something. That one's it's excellent. Um, but my point is um, th- that's that's really all that there was in Filmar is this porn shop. And boy, you walked in there and it smelled like horrible. It's stank in there. Like not, it smelled like old shit. It kind of smells like when you go into record stores now. It's kind of that like old kind of crusty smell. Um, but I uh, one time was working. Yeah, I had a temp job, and they sent me over to this uh, this uh, trailer park for the temp. And and I guess the uh, receptionist was out for two weeks, so. They sent me over to this trailer park to be the receptionist, and I remember there was a, a guy there. There was, there were like, I think there was. Okay, so there was like a, a landscaper there named um, Jaime, and then there was a uh, a guy, an older guy there named um, Jim, and Jim, like this, he was like, like he looked like he belonged in a trailer park, and he had a. <laughs> You know, like a long white beard, and he wore like overalls with no shirt underneath. And I'm not sure exactly what he did there, but he worked there. And uh, I remember, I remember one time it was me and Jaime and Jim were sitting around my desk, you know, the my two week desk at the time. And Jim goes, "Boy, I got so wasted this one time. I don't even." I said, "You know, there was one of them, uh, like." And and he puts his hand out to indicate a short person, and he goes, I don't know if it was midget or what, but I woke up that night, I looked over, I seen if it was a man or woman, but I got the hell out of there. I don't know what I did with that. I don't know if it was a midget or what. And then, um, but you know, and and then another time he started talking about uh, uh, lesbians, and he was like, "Yep, you got that right, bumping uglies." And he was just this very uh, 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 like redneck, and and he was just uh, you know hilarious. And I I just remembered that guy today, so I wanted to tell you about him. I forgot about that. 
That must have been hilarious. Yeah, it was it was quite funny, Jim. The the and boy, well, how far I've come from working in a trailer park, Philmar, California, near the porn shop. From the trailer park with Jim to New York City, big dreams can come true. Big dreams come true. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so you mentioned last weekend you had a four-day weekend. What did you do with it? You know what? That weekend really sucked. I just thought uh, <laughs> seeing like family. I really wanted to do a lot of nothing. It was a lot of hood rat stuff, but it just took up all my time. So I just saw my friends Friday night, Saturday. Uh, you know, the fr- actually Friday I did nothing. I did hood rat stuff. Saturday saw my friends, and then uh, Sunday I went to see my grandmother. And then Monday, what did I do Monday? Oh, I saw my sister and my nephew, and uh, who I haven't spent much time with at all. And then uh, Tuesday, what did I do? I just, uh, you know, cleaned up. Cleaned up the house, did a little apartment work. Uh, it was really just uh, a terrible weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to do, terrible. you know, I wanted to, I wanted to go someplace, you know, do something. It really wasn't much. You know, it was four days off. I mean, it was pretty unique. I never really get that much. It's ridiculous. I didn't do anything. I just saw people. That's all I did. Well, that's... Like, it's like my least favorite activity, to see people. <laughs> uh, speaking of, what are you doing this weekend? This weekend? Oh, no. I don't... Uh, this weekend... What am I doing? Uh, well, I was invited to some get-together tomorrow night. Not sure if I'm going to go. Then uh, Saturday, uh, we got that baby shower. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm going to try to go to. And then uh, try birthday tomorrow. So I, I don't know if we're doing something Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. So uh, that's about it. You listen, bro. You better be at that damn baby shower, bro. I'm going to be there. I'll be there. It's 1130. Are you going? Yeah, I'm going. Of course I'm I, going. I bought something a bye-bye baby. So did I. What did you buy? Bye, baby. I bought like a dumping tub for little kids <laughs> or something. <laughs> what is that? A tub that that... Little kids take uh, dumps in and then bathe yeah, in I it. Think what, I think that's what it is. I, I have no idea what this damn tub is. <laughs> I bought them a a kneeling whale. <laughs> what is like, that? I bought them. I bought them a, a like a whale uh, carpet um, that was on the reg. It was like one of those, it was like the first thing on that bye bye baby registry. It's like a, a thing that, uh, so that when they're washing the baby, they can kneel on the comfortable. Oh, whale. that's very nice. That's very nice. <laughs> oh my get... God. Well, it's better than a dumping tub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who'd you get that for? Danny Thomas? I don't understand. <laughs> dumping tub. Is it really called <laughs> dumping tub? No, it's like a, yeah, no, it's not. It's like a, it's like a washing tub, but it looks like a dumping tub. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, uh, this is our friends John and Walida are having a manaby, so uh, we're we gotta, you know, now they invite guys to the baby showers, and that's something that I've noticed. 
it's a new trend, man, because I had to go to Casey's baby shower, which was actually great because it was in Sunset Park, and it's the only time that anyone's ever done anything in my neighborhood, and I could walk home from it. Although Alicia Krakauer kind of ruined the walk home because she and her friend were like, "Oh, we'll walk, we'll walk with you since we have to go that way," and I was really looking forward to a peaceful walk home, but I, I did not get it. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, it's a new thing. You invite everyone to baby showers. That way, you get like double the gifts. Uh, how long is this damn thing? Do you know? It doesn't say. Oh really? It doesn't say the end time. I don't know. It's eleven thirty, and it's open ended. So that's not good. We might have to stay there all day. <laughs> baby showers aren't usually that long. I don't think. Are you gonna bring diapers for the raffle? We're supposed to bring diapers for that raffle? Yeah, it's ridiculous. To get an entry into the raffle, you got to bring in diapers. you got to, you know. What? I thought diapers. you just put, put your name down on the card and entered it that way. I thought it was a, a diaper raffle. Every single time you bring a diaper in, you get an entry. Why do people, why are people going to just have one diaper lying around? Don't <laughs> diapers come in packs? I'm going to bring just a used diaper. How about yeah. that? I'll use a use. I'll bring a used diaper from 1982. How about that? <laughs> I think I might just get it back into a word. We've never talked about diapers before, you know. You know right, we've always talked about these uh, diarrhea problems. I mean, what about diapers? <laughs> well, I think we haven't talked about diapers because we haven't grown up. Grown up. That's true. That's very true. I I, I actually. Gotta say, diapers must be a great idea. I might just wear a diaper to work one day. I don't know. Well, I I remember a, a few years ago when I was going through my my OCD madness. I thought I was constantly thinking that I was shitting in my pants, and I uh, very rarely was, uh, if at all. And um, <laughs> and and I remember actually going to. Uh, the the Dwayne Reed up the street and uh, like looking for oh I think I actually bought Depends I bought Depends and uh, I, I never actually I never actually wore them but then I was supposed to see a a play that night in Queens and I I like text it was my friend Nikki Katufris Frangakis that you love so much oh and, Nikki oh yeah She's a great radio hostess, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, although one time we did the, she co-hosted and we did the joke off with Fogarty, and Fogarty was not having it. <laughs> he, he was like, afterwards, he was like, that was painful. I was like, well, I said, sorry, I'll write better jokes next time. He's like, it wasn't the joke, boo. Um, but, but he was being ridiculous, of course. Vinny would never say something like that. No, but you know what? I found myself thinking about Vinny's letter today. I was like, that's pretty damn exceptional of Vinny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I was thinking about Tommy Boy, and I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, I texted Nikki. I don't, I, I said, I don't know if I can make it to the show. I have the poopy pants. and <laughs> And she said, it's fine, don't worry, just come and and I did, and I was glad in the end that I came um and and she was very instrumental in me getting the the shit talk out of my head and I remember shortly thereafter i was um I met her and Dushnik at this restaurant Penelope, and 
the Flatiron District or Gramercy or something, and I, I go to the bathroom, and I notice that the, the urine when I was peeing was ricocheting back to me. It was like ricocheting you know, back onto my hands and pants. And then I go sit back with Nikki, and Nikki, like, uh, touches me on the thigh when she's telling me some story, and I'm like, your hand's contaminated now. And she goes... Are we doing that again? Can we not? Yeah, can we not do that again? And uh, and that that was very instrumental. I mean, I was real fucked up there for a while, week. Real fucked up. <laughs> All right, right, right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be laughing. No, it's. I mean, you gotta laugh. I was just listening to Howie Mandel talking about on Gilbert's podcast about how you gotta laugh at you know the dark stuff. <laughs> right, right. I mean, what was this, anyways? Was this this? this... Was this recent? This was like four or five years ago, right? This was um, six years ago, 2009. Oh, okay, okay. All yeah, right, yes. and, and it took uh, a lot of therapy and, and, and some drugs to, to get out of the OCD thing. But, you know, it was just my anxiety was so high that it manifested in this crazy OCD thing. And boy, was that fucked up. Um, I don't remember you being that bad. I mean, do we associate much during that time? I don't. I just don't yeah. remember this. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I don't know if we saw each other much, but I remember, like, texting about it or messaging about it, um, and you just, like, laughing at it, which helped, honestly. Um, but, but I, you know, it was by far the worst time in my life because I'm a social person, and at the time I didn't want to leave room. Uh, and it was just, uh, yeah, I was like, uh, like, like, uh, like, what's his name from The Aviator? Uh, what's his name? Lon Chaney. Oh yes. Oh God. What's the guy's oh. name? Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, what was his name? Oh man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Frank oh, Abagnale. Yeah. Frank uh, Abagnale. Yes. No, that was. Uh, I feel like Leo's done a couple movies where his name is Frank Abagnale. No. I think he's done a lot of movies like that. I thought he, that's where he was in The Aviator. No, no. Aviator was Mar- Marcel Truman or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, the um, uh, 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 on so on on uh, on that last week I mentioned that I had to go. I was probably going to go to Boston, <laughs> Boston this past weekend, and um, I, and I went and I drove, and I'm shocked that nobody died uh because driving in new york and driving in boston are things that i did not want to do. i could not wait to get out of new york city when i was in the car and then i couldn't wait wait to get out of boston um when i was yeah. in boston yeah. so uh yeah. so i went i still uh would have rather just stayed home and watched tv and done hood rat stuff um but i guess it was fun um but it was just such a, you know, it was like such a trek to go for such a short period of time. Uh, but it was right. nice that everyone was together in that group of four friends, even though we didn't, we never got a picture of the four of us together the whole time we were there. Um, but one of the things that was, because remember I told you that everyone was bringing their husbands or their boyfriends, girlfriends, significant other. Um, right. And then, and then I was single. And then when Suchi said she was bringing Arjun, her husband, um, one of the things that, DJ said to make me feel more comfortable about all these couples was Arjun will probably play tennis with you, Holmes. And so right. I figure, uh, so, so I said, Suchi asked Arjun, he, she, she, she said he's down. 
And so we both bring our rackets and then we go, uh, DJ sends us to a, a one tennis court. There's only one court at this park that she sends us to. So we're obviously, oh. we're waiting like 40 minutes to play. We finally get on the court and then we hit around and I'm like, all right, you want to take serves and play a set? And he's like, he's like, wait, a, like a set, a set? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I don't think we have time for that because we were supposed to go to brunch. And, but I just figured, you know, everyone else has been like, well, SQ and Tebow, the ones that I with were like taking forever, you know, holding, holding right. me up doing shit all, all weekend, including being an hour late to leave New York. So, uh, so, so I just figured, all right, whatever, we'll be late to, to brunch. But he's like, nah, man, then I got to mentally prepare. I got to get my serve right and stuff. And what? so, yeah, so I just, uh, you know, ex- excuse me for thinking that let's play tennis means actually play tennis. So we're yeah. just hitting around, you know, which is which is okay, I guess, if you if you're boring. So so then we uh, we we go go to the brunch and everyone's like, what's the verdict? Who won and whatever? And Arjun's like, oh, we just hit. And I said, for the record, I wanted to play. And then later in during the brunch, he said something about, oh yeah, we're, we we deserve this meal. We we uh, played tennis. And I was like, well, hit. And then he got like I was being I was being playful, but he got like pissy back to me so that, that so that happened um like you know i was like we brought our rackets for this and he was like yeah uh and um and then uh uh well my favorite part of the weekend probably was when i i sent uh i accidentally sent i was texting you at the end of the night and i accidentally mm-hmm. sent that text to the person i was staying with because i was i was staying with, <laughs> i was staying with my friend dj her real name is jess call her dj and uh, she and she dates this guy Paul, and Sushi's married to Arjun, and SQ lives with Tiba, and they're all together. And so then I texted Weeks like this text that was like, "Let me find out. I'ma call myself with three goddamn couples all night, and when will we become adults? What are we doing with our lives?" And uh, and I accidentally sent that to her. So um, then I I started kind of like I was we were all exhausted and in bed, and I was on their couch ready to fall asleep and. Uh, thankfully I like, I only freaked out a little bit and then she texted back something like, like, uh, I love you. Have a good night or something. And it's very rare. She says, I love you. So I appreciated that. And then, um, and, and then I, I texted you more stuff that I'm glad I didn't say to, uh, anyone else. but, um, but you texted back, um, that we have not grown up, that you don't want to grow up. And I've been, I thought about that. Yeah. Look at all the babies these people are having and look at all the money they're spending and the houses they're buying. And just, I mean, what is appealing about that? Nothing at all. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's disgusting behavior. It's just like this consume, 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 buy, buy, buy behavior. Buy my baby and uh, <laughs> buy dumping tubs and houses. And oh my God, it's ridiculous. It's like a, it's like a march to madness. It's nuts. And like kneeling whales. You know, it's nuts, yeah. It's it's you know, rush out babies, rush out to get the house. It's just I don't I think these people are just driving themselves to the early graves. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Who wants to do all this stuff? It's just too much, you know, you don't have that much time in the weekend. Yeah, you have literally no time for hood rat stuff if you if you start popping out babies. I just think the mental happiness of this country would be so much better if we just did more hood rat stuff on the weekends. 
I think so, too. And I think that there should be a weekday that is entirely devoted to hood rat stuff. And that, I totally agree. I mean, what's with this five-day work week? I mean, it's yes. too much. It's ridiculous. It's not right. It's discriminatory to the weekend. Give one more day to the weekend. <laughs> Whoever thought that the standards should be work 40 hours a week, five days a week, is a dump stick. And, um, the, like, even like I work, I'm at work so much, I work nine and a half hours a day. And like, why, why is that the standard? And like, you hear these days that so many companies are moving away from nine to five and people are there longer and longer. Let people have a fucking life, man. Like by the time I get home, it's like. You know, and and I live pretty close to, like, I live, I mean, like, a 40-minute train ride away for New York that's pretty close. But, like, some people are commuting two hours back and forth and shit. Like, yeah. there's no life to be had there, man. Like, fuck everyone, man. Fuck that shit, man. Totally agree. I mean, uh, <laughs> and then they found Except a study where if, if you have just one more day in the weekend, I think it increases your health by, like, 50%. It's ridiculous. Your health and your happiness, uh, the three-day weekend. And then uh, secondly, I read that it was a very weird conspiracy theory, but there was a whole thing about the 40-hour work week and uh, how it was, you know, created by, you know, corporate America as a way, and retail America as a way to support buying habits so that you're so exhausted at the end of the day or at the end of the week that all you want to do is buy. It almost uh, destroys your inhibitions to buy things, to purchase things. It's uh, It's a weird conspiracy, but... I believe it to an extent. Yeah, I think there's definitely some truth to that. Some truth to the the whole you're so stressed out of your mind by the end of the day, you wind up, you know, blowing your money on on shit just to feel better about yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what they said, actually. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Well, scary. Yeah, it's it's so stupid. I mean, I guess it's it's better than, you know, working as much as people were working in the 1800s or whatever, where, but, uh, it's still, uh, it's too much. It's too much. And they know, they know what they're doing in Europe. Yes, they do with their uh, holidays and their better benefits. Yeah. Do you know what fucking time it is? Motherfucker. Oh my God. It's the What are you up to? Are you doing hood rat stuff? 
I'm a little of this and a little of that. Still hobbling around like a motherfucker because the mountain won. Ooh. <laughs> uh, have you gone to the doctor about your knee? No, I haven't because at least the shooting pain has stopped and I ain't taking no pain meds. So I figure that's a good thing. But I'm still a little weebly wobbly. <laughs> that's Well, is it, is it the front of your knee or the back of your knee? It started out the front and now it's sort of the back. And I oh, think that's okay. just because I haven't been able to really straighten it until just the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. So it's a little sore. Gotcha. Broke, yeah. broke. Cat. That's what <laughs> she said. <laughs> it's it's sore like a cat? No, it's kind of tat. Oh. Kind of tat. Kind of tat. You know, like a bungholio. Uh, up the front of your butt. Yeah. <laughs> like a glove compartment. Oh, glove compartment. That's where you put your cell phone chargers. Who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards? Well, my first one is this dumbass Jeopardy player. You heard about this jerk? No. He had won 13 days in a row. And they asked him, the clue was French for with thee. And he buzzed in and said all. To which Alec Trebek, French-Canadian that he is, went A-U. And he didn't respond, but they gave him the question. <laughs> Ooh. They have a few uh. more questions. They come back from the commercial break. And Alex says, during the commercial break, our contestant confessed that, no, he did say A-L. And not the A-U for L as opposed to I. So, <laughs> and then the motherfucker ended up losing because that 1600 that they took away was just enough, come the final fuckball question, for him to not make it. Ooh. Yeah. Dumb ass. <laughs> well, but but isn't that that's what he was being honest? Isn't isn't that a good thing? Yeah, look what it got him. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but it's like that runner. Remember that guy who uh, he thought he won that race, and then and then the other guy was about to pass him, but then he let the first guy go, and he went real slow so that the first, the guy who should win won, you know? You mixed and, up your story of the hare and the tortoise, motherfucker. <laughs> but he got, but the guy who let him win got way more recognition than if he had won himself. Right, cool. and Rosie Ruiz got more recognition than the bitch that won that marathon that year, right? Oh! Uh, remember, she about her ass on a goddamn subway for half the damn ride. Oh. I, don't, I don't remember that. Somebody remember that? The... No. Yeah, somebody... this bitch named Rosie Ruiz was in the marathon. <laughs> I think it was here in the city. <laughs> and then they discovered that she'd gotten on the fucking subway in Brooklyn and came into the city. <laughs> I like had a hot dog and chilled out for a bit and then busted her ass back in there. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Did, did, she, did she win? No. But we don't know who won that year. We I, I certainly remember Rosie Ruiz. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember Rosie Perez. Oh, she's long gone from the view, ain't she? I remember Rosie O'Donnell. She's long gone from the view, ain't she? <laughs> I remember Rosie the Riveter. 
She long gone from the view. What do you see? <laughs> and who's your second hot mess, Meyer? My second hot mess, and I don't know which one this is. If it's the actual Long Island principal who got her ass fired, or if it's Trey Songs. Have you heard this story? No. Long Island principal, during the summer, allowed Trey Songs to film in her, it wasn't even her home, but the setup was that she was the person who was leaving her home to, like, you know, swap with Trey Songs, and he comes in and shoots this whole, like, MTV spring break fucking video in their pool and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, the Long Island school district was all up in arms because they said, well, that's not setting a good example for our kids, and she's not a role model. And so they've got her, like, you know, in the fucking rubber room, and I'm basically, like, on desk duty, what they would do with a cop. Oh, and she didn't do anything. She was just in a fucking video that, you know, they would show regularly on TV if they did that kind of thing anymore. Oh. <laughs> but that's not that's that's not nearly as bad as what happened in um uh LA. Did you hear about this uh uh a porno was accidentally allowed to shoot at an LA high school? Well, I think I was in that one. <laughs> it says Scenes from the 2012 adult film Revenge of the Petites were filmed at the Alexander Hamilton Alexander Hamilton High School in Los Angeles. Uh, and let's see. The footage included a nude car wash in the front parking lot of the school. Well, that happens. There's an investigation. And, and the, the cheerleaders boosters do that. <laughs> well, the principal said it was an accident, but I wonder if he was just hanging out that weekend. Anyway, who's your final hot mess, sire? My final hot mess has got to be any Kardashian with a naturalized slit. Ooh. Because just look at what these women have done to the men in their lives. Yeah. First, Mama turns one of them into Caitlyn. Uh-huh. With the snatch on his ass. Then you've got Kim and the parade of assholes that she either fucked or married on TV or both. Uh-huh. Then you've got Courtney, who Scott Disick apparently has just checked himself back into rehab for the umpteenth fucking time. Oh, my God. And then you've got Lamar Odom, who is probably, for all intent and purposes, dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't think I'd go near any of the KKKK <laughs> at all. Is is cootie spelled with a K there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cooter yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, not a not a good track record. These women. No. No. What is that? So right the fuck away. Little Ray J's like Lucky. He got he he got out with just a porn film. Yeah. <laughs> What what does natural slit mean? Uh, not like Caitlin. Oh, like a like a natural vagina. Yeah. Oh, I, thought, yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking slip like one of those things that ladies put on underneath their. Uh... Oh, not slip slit. The slip. Yes. Yes. Slip. Frog protection. We're totally Frog. on the same page. And what? And uh, are you guys lubed up and ready to joke off? I could be. Oh yeah.
I miss <laughs> that you you don't do the the horny button Parno dildo ring thing anymore. <laughs> so, so what? That used to really get me in the mood when we'd have to wait for that commercial. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, do I, I miss have that? that little horny pecker ring? Oh yeah, I still have that now, but it's like it's really long. You're what? Ooh, that's what she said. <laughs> um, yeah, kick us off, Tommy boy. Okay, Aerosmith, Steve Tyler. This week, told Donald Trump to stop using his song Dream On at campaign events <coughs> unless somebody asks Trump, will you ever become president of the United States? Uh, <laughs> Dream On! Dream On! <coughs> oh, I hurt my kitty cat on that one. Uh-oh. <coughs> Furball, anyone? Oh, man. <laughs> All righty then. Playboy magazine this week announced it will no longer feature nude women. No. In other news, there goes Playboy magazine. I know. There goes. There goes. Time to get my uh, subscription to Jugs renewed. <laughs> Hustler or something, yeah. Hustler. One one time, my my old boss, when I was at my last day at the job in L.A., he gave me a hustler as a parting gift. I still have it. Still yep. have that. Yep. Now, how long ago was that? 2007. Uh, okay. So yeah, no, that 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 was landing strip bush back in those days, right? <laughs> yeah, they yeah, exactly. They, the fro hadn't come back yet. No, no, thankfully. Uh, Julianne Huff stunned in a silver gown on the black carpet at the Dancing with the Stars finale. Girl, better just make sure she keep a damn face away from that carpet. <laughs> Especially on a rainy day. Because <laughs> of the black face. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, we got it. <laughs> I, was explaining, I was explaining. I was explaining. <laughs> you and I can like run to the kitchen now and get a beer because this next one's a bit. <laughs> uh, Keisha Knight Pulliam, Rudy from the Cosby Show, explained this week that she didn't include rape allegation questions in her interview with Bill Cosby earlier this year because that wasn't the man she knew. And I get that. But it's also like interviewing Richard Simmons without talking about exercise. Like talking to Deepak Chopra without mentioning meditation. Like um, conversating with Jack Hanna without talking about animals. Like ow. talking to the Maytag repairman without discussing washing machines. Like meeting Sherman Helmsley and not <laughs> mentioning the Jeffersons. Or how fucked up it is that you're talking to Sherman Helmsley because that bitch says. Oh, <laughs> <now> Wheezy. <laughs> Moving on up. Best delivered joke. To the star. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. <laughs> this past Tuesday was Treat Your Damn Self Day. Yeah. Ryan bought a new record. I bought a burger at Julius's bar. And John Weeks cried in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Wee wee wee, I'm a 
<laughs> that was Wee. the best delivered joke. Brilliant. Wee. <laughs> Sorry, bro. No problem. Donald Trump will host Saturday Night Night Live. Uh, what? <laughs> Damn. Saturday Night Night Live. Oh, oh, Reba McIntyre for a second. How many fucking syllables did you get out of SNL? <laughs> she long gone from the view. <laughs> Donald Trump will host SNL on hey. November 7th. So, NBC, NBC cut all ties with the Donald, huh? Except for MSNBC, the Today Show, and Saturday Night Live. Come on! Yeah, that's really <laughs> telling him. Yeah. 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 Him. <laughs> yeah. That cray-cray. <laughs> okay, Buzzfeed tagged along for one husband's quest to find the perfect brazier for his pregnant wife. Upon finding a decent one, he said, so comfortable for her big old milk jugs. <laughs> I hope he enjoyed getting his wife pregnant, because that's the last piece of pussy he's getting. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't never going to tap that bitch again. Nope. Nope. And he better sleep with one motherfucking eye open lest you go Benny Hanna on his ass. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when Vibe Magazine asked rapper T.I. how he felt about Hillary Clinton he said not to be sexist but I can't vote for the leader of the free world to be a woman the interviewer then said do you think Hillary should drop out to which he said she can do whatever she likes she can do whatever she likes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man yeah not to be sexist or anything <laughs> George Zimmerman claims that he retweeted a picture of Trayvon Martin's dead body accidentally. If you ask me, this guy seems prone to making a lot of poor judgment calls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he just about that one, old boy. He just bum tweeted it. Yup. Pocket tweet. That's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. San Francisco police used a man's pet cat in order to get him to step away from the ledge while threatening to jump. Usually pussy brings you closer to the edge, not further away from it. Speaking of jump, Hawaii man Jason Russell Jump allegedly bludgeoned James V. Johns to death in a tool shed while possessed by the music of Jay-Z. <laughs> Apparently, he thought, for shizzle my nizzle used to dribble down in VA meant beat a man in a woodshed to death. Beat a man in a woodshed. Hey, hey, beat a man in a woodshed to death. <laughs> it's up to your yeah, interpretation. Beat, beat a man dead in a woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Jump said... Celebrities are eating away at his stomach. It's a good damn thing he doesn't know Michael Douglas. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's what that K don't stand for strikeout. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> An internet video shows a young boy insisting that his mother buy some maxi pads. And when he asked her where they went, she said, up the front of your butt. Um, and now, are there are there safer ways to, to handle this situation, or is it just saying up the butt the easiest way to go? Yeah, I'll just stick it up your javanus, and that's it, honey. And just pull it, uh, pull the cardboard out, and it'll stay in there. And then uh, whenever you get ready to change, just no, no, I, I don't need to. Fifty-four-year-old Jennifer Connell is suing her twelve-year-old nephew for a hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars as she alleges the boys jump into her arms for a hug when he was eight, caused her to break her wrist. She said she now has a difficult time walking upstairs and holding hors d'oeuvre plates at parties. I imagine she also has a pretty hard time pulling her head out of her ass. Really? (laughs) Wow. And to think that the poor deer is still catering at 54. (laughs) I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> That's right. Brooklyn Mexican restaurant owner Don Xinyan recently issued a challenge to customers that if they can eat a 30-pound burrito, then they will win a 10% stake in the restaurant. The caveat? you got to do it without clearing the restaurant. <laughs> Wiz, 
You do not get to get caught taking a whiz. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fought it a little and peed a little too. <laughs> 49-year-old Denver man named Rod Park Hendricks is accused of burglarizing a Denver preschool and church back in August of 2014 and was caught because a preschool employee found poop-stained underwear that Hendricks left in the bathroom and turned it over to the police for Now, I get off on a lot of weird shit, but this is just gross. <laughs> gross, bro. <laughs> you all glad I'm back. Uh, Give me your warm-up and cool-down at the gym is not a good workout to practice. Nor is masturbation in the gym. Not a good look, bros. Nope. No, 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 they don't allow that in your finer gyms. <laughs> night, and I hope you clear up that damn flatulence. Me too. <laughs> As my grandmother used to say after a real juicy one, Colonel who? <laughs> what? <laughs> Bye. Um, Good night, sir. That's, uh, you know, a great a great bit of George Carlin is when he does this whole, like, for the first half hour is all, like, current events and politics and stuff. And then he goes, hey, 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 time for a few fart jokes. And then he just <laughs> does all this. He's like, you ever have to take a fart, but you don't, you had to take a fart all day, but you don't realize the nature of the beast. So you got to do a walking, uh, a, a walking fart to test it out. And you, you just, and sometimes you need to say, there's Golf Digest. Huh? <laughs> anyway, it's, it's very funny. You should uh, you should YouTube it. Um, Definitely. So um, 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 about uh, oh so yeah, when I was about to leave for Boston, uh, I had um, uh, I was uh, I was sitting in a gas station waiting for forty minutes for SQ and T because they their asses were late, um, and uh, I you know I picked up the car and then waited for I knew them bitches were going to be late ever since. They said they were going to come to breakfast by me at like at 730 or something. Yeah, right. Then he said he's not even <laughs> fucking left the crib. They had no idea how far I was. So um, we uh, so I'm waiting there. And after the Gilbert Gottfried podcast that I went to live and got got the message for you, John Weeks, go fuck yourself. Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, after that, I, I mentioned last week I talked to his co-host, Frank, and I told him I didn't have a card on me. Uh, for the for the radio show, and he's like, that's all right, write me. So then I wrote him, and I told you last week I wrote him a kind of a lengthy thing on Facebook, and um, and I just figured he wouldn't respond. But then while I'm sitting in the gas station, 
he responds, bro. And really? Yeah, he responded, and let's see. Oh, because I included the picture that we took together and the picture with Gilbert, and I'll tell you what he said. Uh, let's yeah. see. He, so he said, nice pick, Ryan, and impressive credits, too. So I'm going to use yeah, I'm going to use that shit, man. I'm going I'm to use that as a quote. Impressive. You better credit. use that, man. Yeah, I'm going to use that shit. Um, so, checking you out, man. Yeah, man, because they have great, uh, you know, they have great guests, and they, they are famous people, and, and we have great guests, and we are not. And so he's an impressive credit, so that's cool. Um, and, and then he goes, how do you do your interviews? In person, Skype? And then, uh, and then I wrote him back, and uh, uh, and then I, I assume I'm gonna have to wait a couple of days for him to respond to this one. Um, but just the fact that he responded uh, at all and said impressive and credits, he read my our blurb and everything is fucking awesome. Yeah, that's excellent news. I mean, uh, he definitely is impressed, and uh, he's interested too. If he's asking questions like, you know, what kind of interviews you do, I mean, that's pretty good. He wants to have a conversation. I mean, that's great. You yeah. like man. Fantastic, fantastic, nice, very nice guy. Very much more like, uh, you know, talkative and open than Gilbert, because uh, Gilbert is uh, insane. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he is. Good <laughs> kind of insane, though. Oh yeah, the best, the best kind. Uh, the <laughs> other thing is, um, recently I've. Um, by the way, I was I was hooking up with this dude last week, and uh, he's. I'm telling him, um, I'm telling him no, you know, no oral because I'm terrified of the super clap that's going around. And so at some point he's like, he's like, um, if you want me to suck your cock, I could put a condom on it. And I said, okay. And then, uh, and then as he like does that, and then he's like, uh, there's the, the, he's like kind of make, he's kissing, making his way down. He starts saying to me, so are you, uh, like uh, a Hillary or Bernie supporter. <laughs> and like, first off, how the fuck does he know I'm, uh, I'm even a Democrat. I could be, a, right, I mean, right. I could be a Republican. I wouldn't be, but I could be. And, and then this kid doesn't know nothing about me. And he's, he's like, are you Hillary or Bernie? And I was like, oh, you know, I'd be happy with, with Bernie, Hillary, Biden, if he runs. And he's like, but don't you think that they're, like, too much caught up in, like, the political machine? Like, I'm all for Bernie, and he's having these – we're both, you know, standing at attention at the time. And what an mm-hmm. odd what an odd conversation to be having in that scenario. It's a very odd conversation to have. It's like um, Larry David and Kirby Enthusiasm. Doesn't he have, like, small talk, and he starts talking about, like, the lawn and the weather outside that whenever he's having sex with Cheryl, it's – Hilarious. I mean, that's got to be so awkward. I, I mean, I would feel so distracted because your mind's on one thing, and then uh, you're talking about politics. It's the worst conversation to have between two people most of the time, and then uh, two people having sex. It's even worse. <laughs> Maybe it turns him on. I don't know. It's very odd. Um, many regrets. Many regrets. Talk Bernie so, to me. <laughs> uh, four years with Bernie. Three. <laughs> Do you feel the burn? Uh, yeah. In your loins? <laughs> yeah, feel no, nah, that's we 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 don't felt that a couple of times already and that's uh it's not <laughs> no, that shit ain't no fun. Um but uh uh in when okay, so there was this 
by the way, everything we did in Boston, we could have done anywhere. Like, I mean, we kind of walked around the uh, Cambridge and, and uh, Boston a bit and stuff. And it was just a bit, there were, it was, I don't know, it was weird. There were like people in the walls at Fenway at an art exhibition. Um, it, it was, anyway, it, but but mainly we like, we did stuff like we went bowling and we went to bars and stuff. And it was like, uh, did we really need to be in Boston for this? But then again, like we haven't visited her yet. So I guess we did have to be, but it was much I don't know. I guess it was more about us all being together, but, but, and I was actually grateful that we were doing things like going bowling and playing air hockey and foosball and all this shit, because then I, you know, the focus wasn't solely on drinking. We did try ping pong, but that didn't work out. And then fucking, but if we did, Arjun probably would have been like, Oh no, I don't want to play points. I'd be like, it's, it's ping pong. Anyway. Um, uh, a few, Arjun sucks, a, actually. This guy sounds <laughs> terrible. No, he's a nice guy. He's a great guy. Um, but Suchi was like, Arjun likes all of you, by the way. And I said, bullshit. And then she was like, you think people are upset when they're not. But, uh, anyway. Um, oh, by the way, I, I was thinking the other day, there must be like, there must be a video store, like a, like a, a hipster video store somewhere in Brooklyn or something. Um, because like, you know, how there's record stores and stuff. Maybe there's a video store. And so I Google video stores, New York. And I fucking found one. No, you're kidding. Are you serious? Yeah. Video store is near me. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. This is a oh. video store for hip, uh, hipsters? Well, it's just a video store. You know, like, uh, uh, it's. I mean, it's in a hipstery neighborhood, I think. It's in Brooklyn. Okay, all right, all right, good. Yeah, so it's called. It makes sense. These things are dying, but they, it's got to be a good place, especially in New York. Right. Well, I think this was um, this w- this came into play. Not, I think this was after the video store died that this opened. Okay. Okay. So, so it's, it's like, like a, a retro, you know a nostalgic video store. Yeah, like a retro kind of place, and it's called Video Free Brooklyn, and it is. It looks awesome. Um, it has, uh, let's see, it has, let's see, let's see, it has, uh, um, or maybe not. It looks like this has been around for a while because it, it looks like it was established in 2002. So it has um, DVDs and Blu-rays and it says uh, uh, his podcast is called DVD is the New Vinyl. Um what I'm just wondering about it is is if you really want to make it like a retro store, maybe they should be VHS tapes instead of DVDs. It's not a bad idea. I like that but, idea, actually. But, like, just, I, like, really missed walking around a video store and, you know, selecting a video. Like, you know, it was such a, that was an event in itself. And uh, right. I missed Tommy K's in New Haven or Blockbuster or whatever and going and doing that shit. And so now... I'm going to fucking go to this place, man, and I'm going to rent a fucking movie, and I'm going to tell you all about my experience. Yeah, please do. And, and you know what? New York's got a lot of cool places. I mean, there's like a, even like a video game store. I forgot what it's called, but it's like all old uh, retro video games, too. And oh, yeah. uh, I want to go there. I mean, yeah, you're exactly what you're talking about with the uh, video stores and Tommy K's and what is it, Best Buy and, you know, and, uh, you know what was it, Best Video or something like that. And then yeah, uh, not, I think that's still around that. though, but uh-huh. yeah, and I, you know, I remember I used to go to these stores and uh, you know take hours just you know going through the uh, videos that they had, 
it was a fun time. You know, people were, you know, sometimes those uh, guys who worked there knew a lot about the movies. You would talk to them about it. And, uh, it, it, you know, it was like people knew what each other were, was doing uh, every single night, uh, you know, going home, watching a movie, what kind of movie. Uh, nowadays, you don't know what people are doing in their homes. You know, they can be plotting the end of the earth. <laughs> it's a scary world out there. There's no more interaction. It's like, you know, they're uh, browsing the deep, uh, dark uh, entrails of the Internet. Yeah, yeah, I think Sorry, you have a I point. Sorry, I just went to, I don't know, tangent there. <laughs> but sometimes you don't want people to know. Like, I remember one time in L.A., the the guy at Blockbuster wouldn't let me rent a DVD because he was like, oh, it looks like you already you have this one out. Um, big gay something or other, and he's just saying it like so loud. He's saying it so loud. Um, but it was. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna go there and and see what happens. It looks like they have like uh they have specials and they have uh like what do they got? They have matinee every day. It says rent any two movies before six, get a third one free. Uh, oh wow! They have looks like they have late fees called Absolution Sunday. Rent any two movies, get your outstanding late fees reduced by half, no maximum. That's something. Um, On the website, they have absolutely everything. It's ridiculous. You know, this list is insane. Yeah, what are you looking at? The new releases? I'm looking at, like, uh, their catalog here. Oh, the catalog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lord. Pretty crazy. So I can't wait to go. I, I've almost gone the past two nights, but I... I, I I didn't. <laughs> well, you got to do it for a weekend where you're just doing the hood rat stuff. I mean, this weekend, yeah. you're not. You're going to baby stuff. Well, that's what I was. <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking. Like last night, I was like, if I go, I'm gonna be rushed. I kind of, I, I have to, I have to go to the bathroom. I, you know, it's it's not a good right. time to go. So, and then tonight, I definitely would have been rushed. So, um, so yeah, I'll go on a weekend when I'm trying to do hood rat stuff, although those weekends seem few and far fucking between. I know. you got to make some time for yourself. Otherwise, you're going to go nuts. You know, this is not good. It's not good for your <laughs> mental health, man. It's What are you talking about? It's not you have to do the same shit I have to do. I know. I know. I, I really don't want to go. I think if you weren't going, I wouldn't go. I'd call out somehow. <laughs> I, need to, I, I, I need to figure out if I'm going tomorrow night to New Haven or Saturday morning. I don't know which yet. Why don't you just not go? I'll I'll cover for you. <laughs> no, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um, are we gonna but, stay there all day? No, I don't. I don't think those things are that. Oh, I hope not, man. I don't want to stay there all day. Are there like baby showers where you get like the the mother a uh, garter set or something like that? What is it? Like lingerie or something? That's a wedding. Isn't that? <laughs> Didn't that happen at the wedding when the garter away from some lady and remember Andrew's little brother, Trannis? Oh, yes, yes, I remember that, yes, yes. The the normal brother. That was a good wedding. That was better than uh, Andrew's wedding, I thought, and and definitely better than Andrew's wedding. (laughs) Wait, what do you mean it was better than Andrew's wedding? I said it was Andrew's wedding. Oh, yes. Yes, Which one are you talking about? I I was was thinking about John's wedding. John. Oh, John's wedding was amazing. Great wedding, right? Yeah, John. John's wedding was fantastic, except for the fucking Puerto Rican bachelor party. Oh well, I, I was glad I wasn't there. Yeah, and Tom, <laughs> evil Tom. Evil Tom. What, what's oh, up with Tom shit. nowadays? Anyways. I well, we'll find out Saturday. 
Oh my God! I don't want to go all of a sudden. You got to go, especially if he's going to be there. Hate that kid. Oh, Tom at a baby shower is not good news at all. Is Julian going to be there? Is Jason going to be there? I, I would imagine Jay would be there because he was John's best man. Uh, Julian, I, I, I don't know. I would, I don't know. We we gotta find this out. Is Jesus going? Uh, I don't think so. What the hell is going on with Jesus, man? I have I, I kind of miss that guy. I, what what the hell is he doing with his life? I think he's given. He understands we're traumatized by the events of his wedding, <laughs> and he's giving us a break. Um, this guy, I like, I came into contact with, uh, like, when was it? Um, when I, uh, like, uh, like a year, year, almost two years ago, um, that, that I met in New York, this guy, his name is DC LaRue. He's going to be on the show soon. He, um, is, uh, was a disco artist in the seventies and, and eighties. And, um, and I was looking all over the place for his, um, record on vinyl and I could never find it in a record store. And then I went and I asked him if I could, his big hit was this song called Cathedrals. And I asked him if I could, if he had any uh, LPs left, any any records uh, left of that album called Cathedrals. And he said he gave away his last one and he said to check eBay. So then I wound up checking Amazon and I got it from this guy at Amazon Marketplace. Uh, the thing came, beautiful condition. Um, I show, I, I, DC walks in. I say, "Can I have your autograph?" And then uh, this guy that we know that I'm pretty sure has Tourette's goes, "Who are you?" And like covers his mouth real quick. And it's very odd. Um, but DC comes in. And he's like, "Why, of course." So then he's he's there and he's like, uh, he's like, I'm like, what 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 are you gonna say? Are you gonna say what are you gonna say? what are you gonna say? And then he said, "Well, you know, it'd be worth more if I just write warmest regards, DC Larue." And I said, "Yeah, but I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for the sound." And he said, "That's what I thought." But he wound up saying, "Warmest regards, DC Larue." But he looked at the record and he said, "This is the best pressing. This was done by this record uh, pr- uh, distributor or producer, Pi P Y E." And and he said that this is the best pressing of the record. Uh, not like roulette. And I was like, roulette, that's Tommy James was on roulette with Morris Levy. And he said, oh, I have stories about Morris Levy. And so I was like, oh, you tell, save him for the show. And um, he uh, also um, said that, uh, what did he say? Uh, yeah, he said, oh, he said this is the best pressing. And he said that, that that record, which is in great condition, that I played that night, sounds amazing. Um, is literally 40 years old. It is from 1976, oh, wow. so 39 years old. Um, and he uh, and so D- DC Larue walks out of the room. He's walking out of the room, and this other guy that we know, we were at like a, an event. This other guy that we know says, because he sees my record, and he says, "Oh, I have uh, I have a record by DC Larue." And I said, "You do?" And he said. Yeah, I have I have another one by by DC Larue, and I said, "Have you ever met him?" And he goes, "No. Why would I have? Why would I meet him?" And I said, "He's he's walking out the door right now. And he, you've met him several times, and uh, and he and he had no idea. He had no idea that he had a record by this guy that is a friend of his." Oh my God, that's like a mind blown, you know, thing moment right there. Yeah, so he said he's <laughs> gonna bring his record next time. 
Um, so to, for him to sign. But the thing is that there, I never found any records in any stores. So in Boston over the weekend, me and DJ are in the record store, Cheapo Records in uh, Cambridge. And um, I'm in the disco section and I'm looking under uh, L for LaRue. And I found, found a single, Let Them Dance, DC LaRue. Then I found another single, Let Them Dance, DC LaRue. And then I found oh a album, his album Confessions by DC LaRue. It was a, a prequel to Usher's Confessions, of course. Um, but I found Confessions and, and I was like, oh my God, DJ, they have it, they have it. And so I, I, I was so excited and I bought that shit for two ninety nine. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at DC LaRue's biography. Did you know he was from Meriden, Connecticut? I knew he grew up in Cheshire. I didn't know he was in Meriden. What the hell? This guy is a Connecticut native? Yeah, man. He, uh, he said he grew up in Cheshire, Connecticut. This is a man, DC LaRue. Yeah, and he's the one I played. Remember I sent you that video on Friday of the record playing? Yes. Yeah, didn't that oh, sound cool? Oh, yeah, that's him. Oh, okay, yeah. Wasn't that do- some dope-ass shit? That was dope as hell, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know he was around that long. That's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, well, apparently he's old as hell. <laughs> and I, I, have no, I have no idea how old he actually is. And it, I think it says on the Wikipedia, but I, I don't know that that's accurate. <laughs> Okay, it's he said is he was born in forty eight, so he's sixty seven, I think, I don't, or something like that. Yeah, he's old as hell. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the right age. Um, so, oh, and then to top it all off, well, I got, I got back from Boston, and all, of course, all I wanted to do fucking Monday uh, for Columbus Day was hood rat stuff. And, right. and but of course I had to wake up early in the morning and get the rental car back to the rental car place, which by the way took an eternity to find parking for the night before. And then um, I'm, and then guess guess who like spontaneously decided to come to town uh, for late Sunday night through Tuesday. You're not talking about Paco. How did you know it was Paco? I see. I stalk you on Facebook. I don't see these pictures. Uh, Oh okay, yeah, yeah. So so I I like I go so I get you know I roll I I nap like a million times that day I get out of bed and I take the train to to this vegetarian place and um and I'm standing outside it and 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 then they meet me and then we sit down and I'm like so what the hell are you guys doing here and. Uh, <laughs> And Julia was like, well, this is the last time that I can travel before we have the, because they're pregnant again. You know, they're having a, a baby girl this time. And, oh, um, my gosh. Yeah. So uh, anyway, it was nice to see them, albeit very brief. And, and Paco was like, uh, you know, you can come to this thing later. We're getting together with all our friends from uh, Fabrica, which is the place that they uh, worked to get, that they met in Italy. And I go, uh, I go, uh, I think I will respectfully decline the offer. Um, and I, yeah. And then I just went home and like napped a million times. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was a strange, that was a strange thing. Uh, but yeah, it was nice to see him, but they totally fucked up my hood rat Monday. (laughs) 
you got you got to you know plot some time out for yourself for this hood rat stuff. I mean, you're gonna go nuts. That's why I'm wondering if I should kind of fall back tomorrow and not go to Connecticut tomorrow and just try and you know go home after my meeting and do some hood rat stuff. Uh, but then I'm, my other thought is that I'll just be dreading the train ride home, and maybe I just want to get it over with tomorrow instead of Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> well, see how you know exhausted you are tomorrow. If you're really tired, then go Saturday. Then what? Uh, then just go Saturday. If you're if you're, right. if you're up yeah. to it, then I would do tomorrow just to get it done. But you know, if you're really tired, especially after a day like today, I'd just go Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that today was did... awful. <laughs> I'm not sure that what we did tonight was a show, and I, I blame today. I don't know what. I feel a very weird energy during this show. It was a weird energy, but it was. I think it was a very complete show. We talked about anything and everything. <laughs> and we did a lot of fart noises, and uh, you know, I was really happy with this show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, Speaking of anything and everything, what is your favorite scene in She's a Main Man? All right, my favorite scene in She's a Main Man, which is Amanda Baines' main, has got to be when Amanda Baines plays this guy named Graham Hess. Okay. And uh, just breaks down everything in the film, you know, and tells tells what life is really about. People break down into two groups. When they experience something lucky, group number one sees it as more than luck, more than coincidence. They see it as a sign, evidence, that there is someone up there watching out for them. Group number two sees it as pure luck, just a happy turn of chance. Now, I'm sure the people in group number two are looking at these 14 lights in a very suspicious way. For them, the situation is 50-50. Could be bad, could be good. Deep down, they feel that whatever happens, they're on their own, and that fills them with fear. Yeah, there are those people, but there's a whole lot of people in group number one. When they see those 14 lights, they're looking at a miracle. And deep down, they feel that whatever's going to happen, there will be someone there to help them, and that fills them with hope. See, what you have to ask yourself is what kind of person are you? Are you the kind that sees signs, that sees miracles, or do you believe that people just get lucky? Or look at the question this way. Is it possible that there are no coincidences? And that's my favorite scene. And she's the main man for Jermaine Fane's Yes, yes. Thank you, yes. thank you, thank you, and, thank you. And, and then he was like, the Jews ruined my career. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Pull over, sugar tits. <laughs> He's a crazy man now, crazy, crazy man. I mean, that is also the sh- one of the shittiest movies I've ever seen. You didn't like Signs? I hated Signs. All I wanted to oh, do... Oh, my goodness. That's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Signs. All I wanted was to see Mel Gibson kick some alien ass, and it, you know, that's not what that movie was. That's not what happened at all. <laughs> no. All I yeah, remember... It was a weird was, movie. They, like, took a baseball bat to the alien at one point, him and uh, Joaquin Phoenix, and uh, that's, uh, it wasn't, I I was hoping for, like, a Mel Gibson action movie, and I got a weird fucking M. Night movie. A lot of people were disappointed with that film, yeah. It was uh, a weird film. It's more about faith, really, than aliens or anything, but it's, it's a strange one. 
Yeah. Yeah. My and favorite what's your scene, scene. Yes. My, my favorite what's scene. What's your favorite scene? Yes. Yes. My favorite scene is she's my mom or mine bind mine is um uh Amanda Bynes uh plays um a uh a sewer rat named Splinter and she says I too once had a family Danny many years ago I lived in Japan a pet of my master Yoshi mimicking his movements from my cage and learning the very mysterious art of jinjitsu for Yoshi was one of Japan's finest shadow warriors. His only rival was a man named Oroko Saki. And they competed in all things, but in nothing more fiercely than for the love of a woman, Tang Shen. Shen's love was only for my master. And rather than see him fight Saki for her hand, she persuaded Yoshi to flee with a with me to America, but Saki found vengeance. I remember it well as my master returned home to find his beloved Shen lying on the floor, and then he saw her killer. Saki wasted no words, and during the struggle my cage was broken. I leapt to Saki's face, biting and clawing, but he threw me to the floor, and I took one swipe with his katana, slicing my ear. Then he was gone, and I was alone. And that is my favorite scene, and she's the mind, mind, with the mind, the mind, mind. Oh, my God. Yes, at, at some point I turned into the Kennedys. It, it, well, it was that epic. It was that amazing. I know, seriously, that was that was great. I mean, that's you could you could even tell that's from, uh, you know, uh, totals. I mean, this, this, I I thought it was from Citizen Kane or something. It was amazing. <laughs> Citizen, she's the Kane man. She's the Citizen. Uh, the rat with the Kane man. <laughs> yeah, Citizen, Citizen rat with the Kane man, man, the brains man. You know, just listening to that, you know, how epic it was and how amazing the old uh, movies were for kids. Not only that, but that thing is violent as hell for little kids. Talking about <laughs> chopping off ears and ki- killing each other. <laughs> that is violent as anything. Oh, my God. We we were a violent culture back then and still, now, still are. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, well, I think even more so then, like, I mean, look at, like, the Tim Burton Batman movies and stuff, very, right. very violent. But that's, I think that's how it should be, because as people got more politically correct and less violent, more wars happened, more terrorism happened. You know what? You bring up an amazing point. You know, that's a very, <laughs> no, serious. that's a very intellectual point. I mean, you know, because our medium of entertainment doesn't have the violence that we used to have, it used to be like a, way for people to get their emotions out. We don't have that. It's so bottled up that maybe it comes out in our decisions and the way we interact with our fellow human beings, just like yelling at each other in the streets. Son of a bitch. And, uh, you know, it's just, yeah, maybe we just have so much aggression because we can't get it out any other way. Creative, you know, creatively. Right. I'm pretty sure even like RoboCop was rated R, I believe. Um, you know, oh, all these gosh movies back then were, and, and, you know, those were like PG-13, Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. Batman. So, 
Yeah, but it was obviously four kids. But anyway, um, <clears throat> let's uh, let's do a couple of these, and then we'll call it. So let's do this. Ah. Last question. You got a last question? Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's about him. I'm so afraid now. <laughs> Do you like to suck cock? <laughs> Not as much as I used to. No. <laughs> I love that. I love his his wheezy laugh. There is so funny. Oh man! I love his excitement there. Yes, 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 yes. I don't remember anyone you've ever worked with. <laughs> I don't. And, and I have no idea what you do for a living. So. <laughs> and I just want to talk about Paul Winchell. <laughs> Your timeline is skewed. You do remember that... Uh, uh, is, 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 so our flight didn't get canceled at Newark. It got canceled at the at Charlotte. That's right. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Because it's silly, too, that son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, give us a general synopsis of what your music style is like, if you can. It's like rock and roll, <laughs> generally. <laughs> uh, give us a general synopsis of what your music style is like, if you can. It's like rock and roll, <laughs> generally. <laughs> Uh, give us a general synopsis of what your music style is like, if you can. It's like rock and roll, <laughs> generally. All right, our next guest, uh, his new album is called Invitation. Please welcome to the program, Matthew Heller. And the applause is... <laughs> Hey, Blaze and Ray. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for coming on. The new album is Invitation. Uh, HellerMusic.com, Matthew Heller1 on Twitter. Thank you so much for joining the program, sir. Thank you, Blaze and Ray. Uh, give us a general synopsis of what your music style is like, if you can. It's like rock and roll. <laughs> Generally. <laughs> Uh, we gotta get. I keep forgetting we gotta get that guy back on the show. We definitely do. We really do. We should have him almost like a monthly show with him. No. I think we gotta do that. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I guess he could be like one of those like Howard Stern characters that's just so horrible. You gotta put him on the show all the time. <laughs> kind of like Ethan, but worse. Oh my God! Hey, plays it right. Um, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't show business, it ain't a biz, hit the brakes, Florence. If you, uh, you do a knock-knock joke, don't apologize to the doors that you've knocked on. And, um, yeah, that's great. Go, re- go record a podcast, everyone. You know, we all have a, uh, uh, best case scenario. If you go and report a, record a, I, ca- I can't say it, report a cod pass. Um, <laughs> By the way, when I was in Colorado, Bryce kept saying, <laughs> we were talking about, like, I think the Batman um, armor, and Bryce kept saying, cock piece. And I was like, <laughs> it's not cock piece, it's cod piece, you idiot. And he's like, right, right. I, I thought it was cock piece. And I'm like, no, no one would say cock piece. It's cod piece. You can't say cock piece in normal conversation. 
And then we looked it up, and it was cod piece. You know, not cod. It's not cod piece. No, it's yeah, cod no. piece. But right. That, I, I bet you a majority of people don't know that, and they probably will say cock piece. <laughs> Best case scenario is you get your podcast and turn it into a TV show like Marin or Comic Book Men. Uh, worst case scenario, you um, uh, have a, a record of a conversation with your friend. And uh, and that you can pass on to generations to come. So uh, everyone, you know, some people say, oh, I don't have any stories. You know what really pisses me off weeks is if I, if I ask someone to tell a story and they don't have any stories to tell. No, yeah, they fucking do. Yes, they do. But hardly ever will they ever say, okay, here's a story. But, uh, you know, and they should. Man, I'm sick right. of people's lack of being able to tell a fucking story. You're on this planet 20-some-odd years, 30-some-odd years. You have a fucking story. you got to have one freaking story. And, yeah. and a funny one at that. So just everybody, this is a warning. Be ready with your damn story. We're coming around, and we're going to ask you for it. <laughs> we joyriding. We joyriding. We the we mega fun. We, we, we ain't got no wheels. We're riding until the wheels fall off. <laughs> she long gone from the view. That's right. She long gone from the view. She long gone from the view. Long she gone. Long gone from the view. Um, and hit the brake, Florence. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, one time I was uh, at a play. I was twelve years old, and I don't know if you know about the actor Rip Torn, but uh, his. Wife directed oh, yeah. the great actor. Oh, good, yeah. So his wife directed the play, and this was his new wife because the old one was unfortunately long gone. And um, <laughs> there was a uh, a cast party after the show at a restaurant, and Rip has a reputation of getting very drunk, and he was going around uh, at the restaurant arm wrestling everyone in the room. And he was beating everybody, but uh, then it got to me, and I had the grip, and I was 12 years old. This was many, many years ago, and I beat him, and he gets up, and after that, he goes, he goes, somebody owes me a martini. (laughs) (laughs) It always gets better, this story, when you tell it. It is just... Such an amazing story. Good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night, sir.